Let the games begin. By taking some time out of our daily lives to sit down and have a little chat. Chit chat. Yeah, chit chat. Thank you. Conversation must be stimulating. There's still, you need a set of aesthetic guidelines to put it in social perspective. I think. Maybe what we need here is a fresh perspective. Fresh points of view, stimulating conversation. Stop. I thought it would put things in perspective for you. Let's begin. All right. Episode 17 of the Tomorrow People podcast. Welcome back. Woo! <laughs> Today we have Tyler Blanchard. Hey. He is a content creator. He's a good friend. Uh, we met through Iraq's Creator Now program. Uh, he's big on TikTok. He's big on going to be big on YouTube. And uh, he's just a really talented guy overall and just a really great person to be around. So welcome to the podcast. I really appreciate that, man. I cannot say enough good things about Sergey. He has made San Diego like seem like the coolest place on the earth. He's given me such a good experience here. Uh, I, I definitely do make a lot of TikTok videos. I am trying to work on YouTube. And it's so crazy that on Creator Now, I've broken every single like rule with not meeting strangers online. But I'm, I'm here and it's been an excellent experience. Don't try that at home, kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is funny, like, how much the internet space has evolved in terms of, like, you know, like you said, no one, you shouldn't meet people online to, like, now, especially during COVID, like, everything was online, like, meeting people and, like, the whole, like, It was the only way to meet people. Meeting people online was the only way for a good while, this last couple, two years now? Well, it's, I mean, year and a half-ish. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's a lot, man. It's crazy how much time has gone by. Super <laughs> crazy. Super crazy. But it seems to be like on the tail end. And uh, yeah, I'm excited just to have this conversation. I think we, I mean, we're, we're both exhausted after oh, today and yesterday. Insanely exhausted. Um, I mean, you probably more so, man. You've had some crazy stories that you've been telling me. Um, excited to dive into that today. I think, um, you know, we're, what we're trying to do a little bit, and we've talked about this before, was just split these podcasts up a little bit more so... It's a little more digestible into you know sort of chunks that people can kind of um, you know follow or maybe like listen to one at a time. Um, so you know we're gonna have a lot of topics ranging from you know TikTok and videos um, to online communities and you know maybe some of the like career options outside of uh, you know outside of like the creator space that allow you to make that transition and do that content stuff on the side. Um, and then also just talk about a little bit what we shot today and, and the idea of like influencers and what it means to influence people and, and you know, be a part of this digital internet community, global Absolutely. community. Um, so with that said, why don't we go ahead and do a little bit of intro, background, where you're yeah. from, what do you do? Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, I'm actually from Orlando, Florida. I was raised, not raised, I wasn't born in Florida, I was born in Georgia, but that doesn't even matter. I spent most of my life in Florida. Uh, I work as a bartender in Orlando and I make videos pretty much full time. So, uh, not too much else to say about that. I've been working on TikTok for about a year and a half now, been able to build a decent following on there of about 200,000 people. And uh, YouTube, I've actually been working on longer than any other platform, and it is my least successful, um, the least successful platform so far. But it's definitely uh, also my most desirable platform to blow up on. So it's kind of ironic, right? Uh, it's it's a it's a bit strange, but uh, not too much not too much more about me, honestly. It's uh, that's the gist of it. That's what I do on a day to day. I try to travel around and make the best content I can, getting better every single day. I'm now in this Creator Now program, and it's been like uh, 
it's been an insane like step up for me. It's really been like back against the wall, pressures on, getting these videos done, uh, and I'm looking very forward to it. But any other any other points? You know, I guess it's kind of me. No man, that was, that was great. I mean, uh, a lot of stuff to unpack there. I think uh, one of the things that I at least for the first section, maybe talking a little bit about TikTok and um, also contrasting that to YouTube. So you you built up a decent following on TikTok. Do you have a sense of like why you were able to do that? How you were able to do that? When did you kind of figure that out, or what do you attribute it to? Well, actually, that's pretty funny. Uh, you know, thinking back on why I even started TikTok, it was all a joke. It was like. Uh, not even a joke. It was a curiosity. It's like, a, wow, I hear all these people getting famous on TikTok. I've been doing YouTube for a couple of years now, making just dumb videos with no experience, not doing well at all. I remember the old Vine platform, something I had always wanted to try was Vine, but I was just too young at the time. I'm only 21, so uh, when Vine was a thing, I was in middle school, you know, early middle school, elementary school. So uh, I never really got the chance to. I decided to just post random clips on TikTok, they all flopped, they did terribly, and then for a YouTube video, I had decided to see if I can blow up on TikTok in a week, and I didn't, I failed horribly, and I never even posted that YouTube video, but it did kind of get my mind rolling on the the idea of blowing up on TikTok, so it kind of got me, kind of got me moving on that, I decided I was going to post every single day on TikTok until I had one viral video, mm-hmm. and I had eventually hit that viral video and is the dumbest viral video you could possibly think of. I had seen David Dobrik do a challenge called the lemon juice challenge where he just drank lemon juice and made a funny face. I'm like, what the hell? Can I curse? Yeah. Okay. I was okay. Fuck it. Okay. I was like, what the fuck is this blowing up for? He just drank lemon juice and made a goofy face. And at the end of the day, he's David Dobrik. Everyone loves him, right? Well, maybe not so much anymore, but I, I, I was like, all right, I'm going to make a video acknowledging the fact that I saw David Dobrik drink lemon juice and make a funny face. And it was the dumbest video ever. It was me. I'm like, I just saw David Dobrik get 2 million likes for drinking lemon juice. I'm going to drink lemon juice and see how many I can get. Boom. First big video, at least to my standards. I had a couple hundred followers and the video got like 400,000 views and like 80,000 likes. I'm like, what the heck? put my following up to about 5,000 followers, and that was my first taste of virality on on TikTok. How did that feel? Like when you Dude, got it? Were you, how- amazing. So let me, let me explain this. I was living in an apartment. I walked downstairs in my underwear because I hear an ice cream truck outside. I'm like, I, there's never ice cream trucks here. I'm so excited right now. I go down there in my underwear to buy ice cream, and as I'm eating the ice cream, my friend Tyler calls me. He's like, Dude, your TikTok's blowing up right now. And I'm freaking out. I'm like, what do you mean blowing up? I go on there and at the time I had like 5,000 views. Like it wasn't even close to like peaking out yet. I'm like, holy God, bro. I got 5,000 views and like 30 comments to respond to. And I start responding to the comments. I refreshed, 60 more comments. I'm like, oh my God. And at that time I wanted to respond to every single comment. Like it was a goal of mine to respond to every comment I possibly could. And uh, that was... That took me forever because that video ended up getting about 3,000, uh, maybe like 1,500 comments. Then I responded to 1,500 comments and it had 3,000 total comments. I kept getting blocked because I was responding to so many. And it was like my first taste of like success. I didn't even mention, let's take a step back before that even. Hmm. I had made a bet with my friend Chris that if I didn't have 100,000 followers on TikTok and by the end of the year, which was 2020... I would move to South Florida to get a job that my mom had lined up with me that was like a salary job. Hmm. So 
this is this is the backstory before uh, I forgot to even mention that as well when I had first started TikTok. It was uh it was one curiosity, two pressure because I didn't want to move to South Florida, but I knew that it would probably be a smart idea since I wasn't succeeding on social media. And uh, anyway, back to back to where I was. That was my first taste of uh, virality. There, I was like, oh my god, I might actually be able to get a hundred thousand followers by the end of the year. I just got my first five thousand. Moving on, I start. I, st- I tried figuring out the algorithm. I thought I had it all figured out after one viral video. Boom! I start making videos that are flopping again for a month, maybe a month and a half. Hmm. Flop after flop after flop. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe I'll start a series. I think of the idea, will it coffee? Now, that is a really stupid idea even to say. I just had a coffee machine that I got for $7 from Walmart. I'm like, what if I put stupid things in there and drink it? Maybe <laughs> maybe that'll maybe that'll entertain some people. Will it coffee? So kind of like, will it blend, but you're actually like drinking the thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm putting, I'm just filling the coffee machine with mayonnaise, for example. <laughs> and they were getting de- steady views, not viral views, but steady. We're talking like, you know, always getting like at least 10,000 views, mm. sometimes spikes to 200,000 views. Wow. So it was like consistent views and getting consistent followers. So it, that put me up to about 15,000 after that series. And uh, I mean, do you want me to keep going into this, t- diving into this like build up? Yeah, it's fascinating. I mean, I, I kind of want to know like the progression too. It's like, uh, you know, it's... it. It's obviously not like this linear path, and as far as like most of the time, when when a creator like tells this story of like how they blew up, or it, it wasn't, you know, it's there's never like a linear path. It's never like you know I did this and then this and then this and then it then went ten thousand and whatever. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you hit it and then you're back down. and You don't know why. Yeah. You got like big for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just I didn't like I, I hit it. It went up. And I dunked down every single time. It always was in like waves. And it still is to this day even. At least on TikTok. I, I, YouTube is a different beast that I have not yet even come close to figuring out. But I will. It's just, it's just a matter of time. But I guess the biggest thing with TikTok you need to understand is retention is everything. I mean, it's, I think it's similar on YouTube as well. But like if you have a 20 second video and your average watch time is 19 seconds, you have a viral video. Like that video is going to do well. And it's anyone who has a viral video, go into your analytics and look at the watch time. You'll see that the watch time is almost the entirety of the video, if not more than the entirety of the video. And that is exactly, if you can make a video that people will watch from start to end on TikTok, you have made a viral post every single time. So now it comes to the way I figure out how a post is going to do good or not. And sometimes I post things that I know aren't going to do good. Don't ask me why. It's just like a consistency thing. Um, it just like if I don't post, it kills my mental momentum. Sure. And uh, it, it's it, I, you show it to your friends, show the post to your friends, and if you see that they look away from the screen at all, or they lose interest for half a second, you need to cut that out, or you need to redo the video, or the video will flop, hundred percent. Not flop, but it won't it won't do big big numbers. Hmm. Yeah. And just today you were with me. We were we were going to make the largest Menchie's bowl. Menchie's is a frozen yogurt place, and for a video, I had decided I was going to see how expensive, since they uh, you pay by the ounce, uh, how expensive I can make one Menchie's bowl. I filled it up the other day with I made it like a twenty dollar bowl, and the video got like two million views. And I think the reason for that, I I know the reason for that was because people just wanted to see that end number, just wanted to be like, okay, how much did he get the bowl? So I I 
made the I made the whole build up, and then as soon as it said twenty dollars, I cut the video. Boom, ended it because people are gonna scroll off. They got they got the they got what they wanted. They got what they wanted from yeah. the video, and they scroll on. Now there is a difference between a video like that on TikTok and a video where you're showing face and you're uh, doing like something a little more meaningful than that. You will get a lot more followers doing something more meaningful like that. If you can find not like that, I'm sorry. If you're doing something more meaningful, like uh, not meaningful, not even meaningful. If you're just showing face, if you're showing your personality. For mm -hmm. example, the biggest video I ever made so far was trying to get Squidward to dab. <laughs> now. I don't know if you all know about the history of like meme culture and when uh, on Vine Squidward had dabbed and it went super viral. Like It was like on a parade or something? It was in a parade at Universal. Yeah. And after he had dabbed... That it, guy get fired? He, I've heard he's gotten fired by a lot of people, but uh, after some research, he might have not gotten fired, but he did get sued by Nickelodeon. <laughs> oh so, the reason why he got sued by Nickelodeon was because dabbing is a drug reference. I, I, I always heard it was like a basketball thing, but I guess, yeah, dabbing. So, so it's like when you hit a dab and you cough, you go <clears throat> into your arm. That's why that's where that's where dabbing originated from. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So and anyway, yeah, that was my, that, that, that video specifically had a night. That's why I referenced it. It was a 20 second video with a 19 second watch time and it had 8 million views. And I showed face in that video. It was the perfect combination to get followers mm. and blow up. Sure. And it brought my account from. 15,000, 20,000 followers to over 200,000 followers from that one, not, not 200,000, it's going to be like 160,000 followers. And then just trickling posts after that of like me milking that series got me to over 200,000 followers. Hmm. So it's, if you can find the combination on TikTok of having viewer retention, showing your face and having a personality that people think is at least decent, excuse me, and, uh, and posting consistently, you have like a you're gonna blow up your account. And yeah, that's the formula. That's the formula. I think that based on my experience, and I'm not perfect. I only have two hundred thousand followers, and let me tell you, I know twenty people with two hundred thousand followers mm. on TikTok or more, or at least over a hundred thousand followers. And it's the the reason is is because it's it really isn't that hard to blow up on TikTok. Mm. It's not the same effort level as YouTube. Seems like there's, and we talked about this earlier. There are more views to go around, like because most videos, I mean, they have to be under a minute, and most of them are, are a lot shorter than that. Yeah, and it's just easier to kind of scroll through and, and hit those hit those videos, hit those views for sure. And there's a lot more creators on TikTok than there are on YouTube. There's mm -hmm. like everyone I know just about that follows me on TikTok has posted one or two videos on TikTok, probably because they heard how easy it is to blow up on there, and they're like, "Well, let me give my shot. Maybe I'll get famous mm -hmm. off this. Maybe this will change my life." Um, and to be honest with you, 200,000 followers on TikTok is financially at least is not going to change your life. You know, you'll make a, you'll make a little bit of money, but it's uh it's not going to change your life. And I think people think that if you have a million followers on any platform, you're you're done, you're loaded. Not the case, especially with uh, especially with TikTok. So let's compare that to YouTube then, right? Because 200,000, I think Zach mentioned was if you can mobilize and kind of figure out how to. I guess engage like the super fans or like the people who you know you don't you don't need that many followers to actually like make a living off of YouTube. No, no, you you, you don't you don't you just need niche oriented followers I suppose. Yeah. And they have to actually like it. I think that I think I heard once that in order to make six figures on uh, on like as an influencer you need to have a thousand diehard fans. Hmm. Um. So that's like 
like thousand fans that like love you enough to buy all your merch, to do all this, to do all that, like move to platforms for you, click links for you. Hundred dollars each a year. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, what is that per month? So uh, how much is Netflix? I'm just curious. I'm like kind yeah. of do some mental do math. Do some mental you know? math. Uh, how much is Netflix? Like fifteen a month? Something like that. I mean, because if it's if it's like eight bucks a month ish, eight fifty, let's say per person. Yeah. That's essentially kind of what you need for from a thousand people. True. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that uh, that makes eight fifty. You said something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Eight hundred and fifty dollars a month. Uh, or, I mean, I'm sorry. Like, well, it's yeah. I guess it's eight fifty. Um, I'm sorry, eight dollars fifty cents per person per month. From that's not yeah, that's not very much to yeah. think that one to think one piece of merch from like I don't know Logan Paul is like fifty dollars on average or, or more. Yeah, that's that's insane. So it's uh, I mean you're not you're not going to change your life again. And, and compare compare this like think think about this for a second. A thousand views on TikTok is equivalent to about five cents. Mm-hmm. A thousand views on YouTube is anywhere from five to fifteen dollars. Hmm. So when you compare like that, we're talking thousands of percents like, more. Like yeah, thousand. Yeah, it's it's a totally different ballgame. And why is that? Do you think it's just there's fewer advertisers? Is it because it's a Chinese company? Uh, I'm not entirely sure. I know that the what we're paid from on TikTok is the creator fund. It's like a hundred million dollar fund that TikTok signed to pay people. Um, it's I mean it's a much smaller pool than when you think. YouTube is I think reeling in. More money from people staying on videos. They're getting more like ad clicks. Mm. They don't run ads on my my TikTok videos. Mm. That's not a thing. That's you can you can do ads and stuff like that for your video through the marketplace, which is a totally separate category. But at ten thousand followers on TikTok, you start making five cents per thousand views if you sign up for the create uh, whatever the. Uh, what, what did I just Creator say? Creator fund. Creator fund, exactly. Yeah. And um, you don't need to sign up for it. A lot of people actually think that when you sign up for the creator fund that your views go down because they don't TikTok doesn't want to pay you. But I really don't find that to be true. I really just think that you have one big viral video that does well. You start making a lot of people start making really bad content that people don't watch, and then their views go down naturally. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah it, it is very interesting. I mean, it, it it could be too. I remember seeing this for uh, YouTube. A while back, I think it was YouTube. Um, it was a breakdown of like something changed in the algorithm around a certain year, and a lot of different creators. It was like science creators; they all kind of dropped uh, like the number of views that they had. I mean, I think I think people just yeah don't people like to complain about the algorithm, but it is just like whatever platform you're on. It's yeah. a complicated thing that you want to. Like, what's the formula for recommending uh, a video, right? You know, when you're scrolling down on TikTok or if you're on YouTube or Facebook or whatever, like, like, how do you, what's the, what's the algorithm to like surface the next video? Like, what should it be? Like, what should get recommended um, based on what that company's goals are or what, uh, what they think, you know, just even will make that person happiest or stay on the platform yeah that's literally all they want they just want you to stay on their platform and you'll see it if you look at uh if you watch a video all the way through you're gonna get videos like that video that you watched all the way through whether you liked it or not recommended on your feed literally the next swipe it's insane i don't know how they do it so fast but it's uh it's it's crazy it's all it's it is a lot of hashtag based things as well if you watch a lot of videos with hashtag lemon juice challenge you're probably gonna get a couple videos (laughs) with in a row with the lemon juice challenge 
And uh, I think that's where hashtags come in really important as well. That's a totally different topic, though, with TikTok. A lot of people will just slap FYP on there, hashtag FYP, which means hashtag for you page. Or hashtag all the trending hashtags, which have nothing to do with their video, but little do they know it's going to harm them. You're getting put in a pool of videos that aren't related to yours at all. So people who like lemon juice challenges don't want to watch your video about, I don't know, painting. Like why would you why would you combine the two? Hmm. They they just people just put hashtags with a lot of views on them because they think oh, a lot of views on a hashtag, a lot of views on my video. It's not necessarily how it works. The first hundred, and it works in pools as well. If the first hundred people that view your video in that first pool don't finish your video all the way through, it's probably going to stop growing right there. Hmm. So that's uh, it's a point to keep in mind that uh, that you you definitely don't want to mislabel your content. And I don't know if that carries over to YouTube as well. Yeah. And that's that's the thing. I don't have it close to figured out uh, completely. I have TikTok a little figured out. I can start to predict when a video is going to do good or bad. But you can see just looking at my Instagram and my YouTube, I clearly haven't figured it out. Because my, my people that are on my lives and are always talking to me, the few of them are following my Instagram and my YouTube. But I'm obviously not interesting enough yet to have a random stranger want to go check out my Instagram and YouTube, which are clearly linked in my bio. So, uh, you know, yeah. I, I don't have it all figured out yet. I'm not a strong enough personality on there where I haven't figured out how to use my strong personality correctly to, like, promote myself. So, and that, that was also an, another initial goal with, with TikTok. It was like, I'll build a following on here and I'll move it. Sure. It doesn't really, doesn't really work like that either. The word YouTube, the word Instagram, the, any other platform, Facebook, is instantly shadow banned on, on your video. If you use the word, if you write the word, it's just your video is instantly shadow banned. I was telling Sergey earlier, I've had instances literally in the last week or two where I've had a video with 2 million views. My next post, I promote a YouTube video and the video literally got 600 views. It was it was that drastic of a difference. Being I have an account with 200,000 followers, should there ever really be an instance where I get 600 views on a post? No, I don't. I, that, probably not. Probably not. And it's crazy. It's basically yeah. TikTok saying, like, I own you. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like play by their rules or not. Yeah, play by the rules or get off my platform, you know? Yeah, it's... It, I mean, that, that bothers me. Does that bother you? Oh, that bothers me to beyond words. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's insane. It's yeah. insane that they... Uh, that, that much... It's like it, it limits creativity. It's uh, it, it's clear that they don't have their interests set out for the betterment of the creator. They just have their interests set out to having people stay on their platform for as long as possible, which yeah. I get. But to, uh, to basically stop my videos from coming up on my followers' feed, yeah, that's a little that's uh, a little terrible. It's a little sus, and it's kind of yeah. like it's it's very obvious, like it's very blatant, right? I think oh. a lot of the crit- criticism that at least U.S. companies seem to get is like, is, I guess like, I don't know, maybe maybe it's not that different. I mean like, like shadow banning and stuff has been, like that term has been thrown around in, you know, mm-hmm. almost every social network. But it's overused, the word, I will say that. Probably, because I, I think a lot of times it can be misattributed. I think in this case, just because it's a Chinese company and because, you know, Chinese companies are sort of beholden to the Chinese government, you know, you you can expect more more stuff like that. Like, yeah. it's it's a little surprising that they would 
they would ban stuff like that from like cross platform. But but it but in a way it makes sense. And I I don't even know like if like here's the thing like I I, I could see it being a a explicit like rule that they set up for like oh if they if you if they mention if you mention another platform uh, ban this or like or shadow ban it yeah. yeah. Um, but I could also see it just being like something that's learned, like from like a machine learning algorithm. Like you just, if if you are on a video that then takes you off the platform, like you close the app, right? Yeah. It could just be that like they learn, oh, the, this this, if this is mentioned in the video, um, you know, it's gonna do poorly or it's gonna like cause them to shut down the app. Like that could be a factor. No, absolutely. No, definitely. No, it is the factor. I mean, at the end of the day, it is like uh, if you get someone to click on your YouTube link, yeah. you've just taken attention off the platform that, uh, right. in this case, TikTok, um, and that that's obviously not in TikTok's best interest. So they're just they're they're willing to go to the point where they'll just shadow ban you completely, like hmm. six hundred views. All my views would have come from people literally searching my name. I didn't come up on their following tab. I didn't come up on their for you tab. I literally had people come into my live and say, did you post today? Because hmm. uh, I'm like, yeah, I posted today. What do you mean? I promoted my YouTube video. I go on the post and it's flopped 100%. They're like, oh, I didn't see it on my FYP or following page. I'm like, well, that's pretty sus, TikTok. Like, oh, you <laughs> clearly just took my video and just yeeted it in the dumpster. <laughs> and uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty bad. That's uh, it, It's horrible. But I, I mean, I, I'm still grateful. I, I don't mean to sound ungrateful. I'm grateful that I even have any kind of following on any platform in general. Yeah. And I've had so many, like, I guess you can call them fans at this point that are, like, super supportive even on my YouTube now. But it's, uh, I am limited to uh, mentioning my YouTube channel on my TikTok for sure. Hmm. It's just so detrimental to your account's numbers. You haven't seen that, uh, like, of the reverse necessarily. I mean, I guess you're not quite as big on YouTube, but... Oh, yeah. I, I never shout out my TikTok on YouTube, you know. It's, like, <laughs> it, it's, it's just pointless almost at this, uh, in, in this situation. Um, yeah. You know, I get 100 views on a YouTube video, and I get 2 million views on a TikTok. It would make a lot more sense to try and get some of those 2 million viewers over to the 100 views, right? Yeah, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And, uh, yeah, it's just... It, yeah, I think even if you do mention that, ah, that's not entirely true. The most viewed, one of the most viewed videos on my uh, on my YouTube is about TikTok. Hmm. So I, I guess you can't say that YouTube is doing the same thing back, right? Yeah, probably not. I mean, it. Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, I you know they're just they're you know different platforms run by different companies. So yeah, one hundred percent. And I mean, you can say too. I hear this point all the time. It's like. Oh, it's not because you mentioned YouTube that the video is flopping. We look at your audience retention time. It's probably really bad because it was a bad ad. I look on there and it's like, it's pretty decent retention. You know, it'll be like a 15. Even for those 600 people. Even for, oh yeah, for those yeah. 600 people, it'll be like a 15 second video with like a 13.8 second watch time, which is still like pretty good. You know, it's like almost the entire video. That video definitely should not have gotten 600 views bad, you know? Yeah. That's like, that's just insane. Yeah. There's no reason why one post should get two million and the next post should get six hundred. That's just yeah. yeah that's just very sus. Sus. Sus is the word for that. Cool. Yeah, extremely sus. Yeah. Very interesting. Breakout. What about what about you though, Sergey? What, what's stopping you from going hard on TikTok? <laughs> yeah. Good question. I mean, it's part of it's like just a bandwidth thing, and and um, you know, I mean, like, what's stopping me from going hard on YouTube? I mean, it's you know, I. It's not that I really like crave like a big following. I mean, I guess I 
not to say like, let's say if, if I posted a TikTok and it went viral, like I'm sure it'd be super exciting. Like having, I mean, I really want to see you like post a video, like the video we shot today with the, the ice cream and all that. Um, like, I just want to see the notifications like that just sounds nuts to me. Like if you yeah. have, you know, thousands of comments, like you have to turn that off at a certain point. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's just crazy to me that like the kind of reach you can have, it, I'm, I'm sort of like blown away. But when I think about it from like a practical stance, like, well, what, what would that really do for me? It's not like, yeah, you know, like I have a career, like I have a source of income, so it's not like I would really, you know, want to like make TikToks for a living. And I, and I honestly don't even know if that would be enjoyable necessarily. Like, um, to me, it kind of feels a lot of times like a little like fast foodie, not to, you know, cast like, uh, you know, cast TikTokers or, or YouTubers or anything in a bad light. Um, you know, for me, it's just important to like make content that I think is meaningful and I think is, you know, it does, does some kind of good in, in the world. And I'm, I'm not convinced of my own ability to do that regularly on that platform. Um, I definitely get that. I definitely get that. And, it, and it's, I don't know if TikTok's exactly the place you go for uh, meaningful content. I, I was telling him earlier, it's literally just like, it's candy. It's literally, you, you click on YouTube and every swipe is like an M&M. You know, it's just like you keep eating it, you keep eating it, you keep eating it. Next thing you know, it's uh, it's an hour or two of your day gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's insane. I, I'm not taking away. There are positive creators that do make beneficial content on TikTok. Right. And those are like, those are the best to watch, you know. But uh, I would say there is a lot more uh, entertaining, definitely entertaining content on TikTok that doesn't really have a point and I make a lot of content like that I won't lie yeah. it's been it's been uh I don't, I'm not here to like lie to anybody I'm not making content that's gonna you know solve any world issues but I I do make content for what I think TikTok is for and that's just temporarily stimulating people you know temporarily right. like entertaining interest it's kind of like oh how big can he make this ice cream cone or yeah exactly exactly yeah. it's it's like watching those videos on snapchat like the uh the satisfying videos i don't know if you've sure. ever seen those i've seen they're like, like cutting ASMR styrofoam kind of yeah. yeah it's great <laughs> yeah and it's like wow this is super stimulating but it's like what is this really doing for me i yeah. guess if it's making me temporarily happy that's some kind of value right some uh, dopamine hit some dope we had a little dopamine hit before bed yeah. um but it's yes yeah it's there is definitely you can get a dopamine hit and learn something you know <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess so it just takes more work to create that kind of thing yeah oh absolutely it takes a lot more work to create that kind of thing and that goes back as well to like the uh, the whole YouTube and TikTok thing you have so many more TikTok creators than you do YouTube creators and that's just because it's so much easier to make a video on TikTok mm. and forget about it than it is YouTube a lot of people I feel like when they get to YouTube and they try making a video they find immediately that it is way harder than they thought. Extreme, way, way harder than they thought. Getting, harder how? Like as in just uploading it and editing and... Just and uploading it in general is a more complicated process. You know, on TikTok, yeah. you know, on TikTok, I could pick up my phone, film the video through TikTok and press post. It feels a little more like Instagram in terms of like the ability to upload like sort of easily. Like in Instagram, it's there's very few steps like uploading a story or a post even. Oh, absolutely. You know, YouTube is more like... You're, I think it's a little more geared towards you're probably uploading it from your desktop. Oh, absolutely. You're, you, yeah, I mean, or a laptop or something. Absolutely. And you can post anything on YouTube. You know, you can post shorts now. Yeah. But most people, when they think YouTube or when they want to be a YouTuber, they want to make videos like David Dobrik, like Logan Paul, like Casey Neistat, like all these big YouTubers in their format that they do it in that 
people think is so easy to do at first is insanely hard. <laughs> it takes a lot of work and a lot of practice. Yes. It's not as easy as you think to pick up a camera and just start talking to an inanimate object to make an entertaining video. Sure. And I don't think people understand the hours that goes into editing, the hours that goes into planning the videos, you know, yeah. the hours that goes into practicing your craft, like talking to a camera, you know, being charismatic with a camera. Being interesting. Being like interesting. Having, like, yeah, it's it's really like, man, it just just this creator now thing has been like, like, really like it, it really highlighted a lot of my like weak points on it um, because there's a lot of moving parts to it, but you know if you can get like some of the key ones down, like the the planning process, the shooting, the editing, like, and and kind of go through and and like you have enough structure where it's it's easy to re replicate and automate certain pieces mm -hmm. um, or like have a sense of like this is how long this is going to take um, and then within that sandbox you, you're you're creative like that's that's I guess like the flow that you need to find and get into and that's that's really challenging I mean because life gets in the way the job gets in the way like um, it's it's uh, it's hard and I think they part of their skill is making it look easy yeah, no, absolutely. And then they, they do make it and look natural, easy. too. And natural, exactly. It's like taking a breath of air for them. And that's what it looks like, at least. In reality, they're probably staying up overnight editing their video. And I don't know that for sure. A lot of them have editors, but a, a lot of people... Uh, Ryan, Ryan Trahan's a great example. I don't know if you know who Ryan Trahan is. Mm -hmm. He's a pretty popular YouTuber. He's like 3 million subscribers. And I was, uh, I was actually interested on, like... How, how much effort he is putting into like editing these. His videos are all super great. And I went into the comment section of one of his videos because they're just edited so well and the videos are so good. And I saw, I think it was his girlfriend had commented like he put 70 hours into editing this video. I'm like, 70 hours? And he posted, he was posting every single week. I'm like, that's, that's a good chunk of your week, 70 hours. I think there's what, only 160 hours or something in, yeah. in your whole week? That's that's literally mind-boggling to me. So yeah. it's like there are people out there that are literally just putting it on the table. When you watch the video, you're like, oh, wow, all he did was just have a goofy fun time and post this video. <laughs> and yeah. it's, it's, it's so easy to just believe that. And I, I believed that too when I first started YouTube. Um, I had decided when I moved up to Orlando when I was 18, I'm just going to go hard on YouTube. And I'm going to make it viral and big in a month. And I'm going to tell my mom I'm dropping out of college and all that. Well, I did drop out of college without making it viral and big. <laughs> but I, I, did, uh, I did learn very quickly that this is going to be a long game. Yep. And, uh, and I'm willing to play that game. And uh, I had to be willing to play that game in order to mentally prepare myself. Because if, uh, if I had continued to expect it to come tomorrow, then I would eventually burn out. So I just uh, took a deep breath. And realize that YouTube is a long game if you uh, if you really want to make it. For some people, it's not. But uh, I can't pretend like I'm a god. You know, I need to. Uh, yeah. I needed to think with a little bit of logic and just understand that this is going to be a, a long haul if I want to make it on YouTube. Sure, man. Yeah. I think uh, it takes. You know, like people like to point to the exceptions. Um, you know, like I mean, there, and the other thing too is like it stuff gets misattributed. Like you see these people and they get praised as overnight successes but you know they'll talk about it and they're like yeah i was making youtube videos for years i mean even someone like mr beast right like he he's making videos that didn't get a lot of views um you know and like like gaming videos i think is what he originally started with minecraft minecraft right and yeah. it wasn't like they didn't do that well um horrible 
Right. And so like, but then, you know, totally pivoted and, you know, I think it's just kind of goes to show that it, it takes time and, um, really being serious about it. Um, and I, and I think that's, I think that's honestly probably the case for like most things in life, like any kind of success, like it's very rare to just be like, like hat, like phone, you can't really just phone it in, you know, no. in life. You got to like really show up. Where's the fun in that? Well, I don't know. I think people like also, they, it's, it's weird, right? Like you, because we get these like quick hits from, you know, every social platform. I know TikTok's very, very like sugary and quick highs. But it is also like, you know, if you have autoplay on on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram, right, and just the, the infinite scrolls, um, we're used to that instant gratification. But Absolutely. that just doesn't that just doesn't work or apply when it comes to making content. Like you really gotta think ahead. Um, you know, even like like today, right? Like it was it was a lot of energy and effort just to like kinda go to all the places we went and shoot and then just like make sure we hit all the points and like do it on time and do it before like sunset and like like when we're there like actually getting the shots we needed um and that was still pretty loose like you know if you want to do like a really big production like oh yeah it's much more rigid than that yeah definitely a lot more we're just a couple dudes right like you could like there's there's... we were just hanging out you know like we were like going out doing things and it was it was tiring but it's like it's a very satisfying way to burn energy you know think so yeah yeah yeah, absolutely just driving around getting to see new things at least for me i got to see new things you got to see the wall of mexico in america (laughs) i did that was yeah exactly so i mean it's crazy that uh it's it is crazy the amount of work that goes into a video and and especially a video that is going to come off as loose as this one you're going to think like wow that probably took an hour to film in reality we filmed this video that he's gonna probably be uploading in the next week or two all day yeah. It, took, it took all day to film this, you know, a lot of energy. You can kind of tell also with like the, the tinge of the, you know, because it's later in, in certain shots, but, yeah. but you're right. I mean, um, but it's so easy to forget that when you're watching a five to 10 minute video that that took, tw- yeah. you know, 12 to 15 hours to film, you know? Yeah, it's the, the making it look effortless piece, right? Yeah, right. It, it really is. And you'll find that uh, a lot of YouTubers nowadays will kind of like when they plug their channel, like we, we spend hours making this video, like, Oh, it takes a second to press subscribe. Yeah. And I do think that it can be a good thing. You're kind of like telling the audience like, hey, this isn't as easy as it looks. Uh, you're enjoying my content right now. Yeah. Can you please just press subscribe or hit the, the like button? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I definitely, that's just, it's just all very interesting to me. Yeah. It's but, an interesting culture. I mean, it's it's pretty pretty new. I mean, it's like, because uh, it's, it's so so innately digital, right? And um you know, nothing like it existed before. It really democratized like mm-hmm. content, and and you know, like pulled a lot of people's attention away from like the TV to their phones and the internet. You know, absolutely. Um, brave new world. Well, cool. That was a really good breakdown. I think of of TikTok versus YouTube. I think as coming from someone who's like very much immersed in the space, very much like you know, still pretty new in both, but you know, had varying different like degrees of success. I think it's it's a unique position that. A lot of oh. people don't necessarily hear. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and uh, I mean it. It is uh, it is very interesting, but and don't take everything I say as like definite fact. Even with like TikTok, like I am still learning every, everything. I don't know. I don't know shit. I don't know shit about shit, and I, I try to convey that very often. Uh, even when I sound confident, and I'm saying like, oh yeah, if you have like the super high, what there's watch time, you'll get a million views. There's, there's always an exception. There's always like, multiple exceptions. 
And uh, I have disproved a lot of the statements I've made with certain things. It's just most of the time is what I'm basically conveying in my experience. Yeah. So. And that's valuable. I think just you sharing that in and of itself is, is cool. Like, absolutely, um, yeah. And I, there are some things that I know now that I wish I had known when I started making videos. A lot of the things I just told you with like watch time and stuff like that and hashtags, um, especially if you're, trying to, if you're trying to do anything on TikTok, um, those are two very, very valuable pieces of information that if you started tomorrow, tomorrow, making a video that is um, entertaining enough for your friends to watch all the way through and you're hashtagging them correctly, you will immediately see a giant, giant bump in your views. I love in it. my experience. Cool, man. Yeah, Absolutely. I think that's great. I think that's a great note to end uh, part one on. Um, and yeah, I think that's good kind of wrap it up there. Part two, I think let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the Creator Now stuff we're working on and then maybe some of the background for, um, I guess, like what kind of jobs or career paths, uh, both you and I, I guess, in com comparing notes on, um, you know, how we both kind of got into creating and uh, obviously, obviously, you know, I'm like a fair bit older than you. Um, and I think that would be just an interesting conversation to have. Yeah, so. ab absolutely, absolutely.